Hello and welcome to episode one of That's What I'm Here For. I'm Wes Colton. Our topic for today, avoiding self-sabotage. Three steps to keep you moving forward. Moving forward in what? I don't know, your dreams, your hopes, your family life, your business, your health, your wellness, you name it. We all are probably looking to move forward in some aspect of our lives. So today I want to talk about those three steps and how I am working through them how I keep coming back to them, and how I believe they will continue to help me do the things that I dream of. Our first one is focus. Know what you're trying to do. Deepak Chopra has, and I probably said that wrong, but he has a quote, in order to create success and money in your life, your intent and focus must be clear. You can then let the universe take care of the details. Now, I don't know what your belief system is, your background, any sort of thing like that, but hopefully you've seen that there are forces at work that you are not aware of, that you don't know about, that just show up, and sometimes things are great, and sometimes things are terrible, or it seems like they're terrible. But either way, there are powers and things in life that are outside of your control. So if we can agree on that, then let's talk about focus. Know what you're trying to do. One way to not do the thing that you're trying to do is to think of all the other things you could be doing. So let's say you're trying to start a side gig, a hustle, if you will, like yours truly. I wanted to get more involved in what my wife was doing and her network marketing. We use doTERRA oils, love doTERRA oils, and they're fantastic. And I finally rounded the corner and thought, oh, I want to be part of this. But it's a little scary. It's hard to get started. It's hard to dive into something that you haven't done before, um, to get into other people's space with something that can help them and face the possibility that you're just some weirdo they don't want to talk to. So that was a thing. And I, my own personal brand of dealing with that yet still staying busy was to think of all the other things I could do. Launch a wellness brand. Call it something. In this case, Unite. And come up with, ooh, an online course. Let's go research that. Ooh, uh, what if we offered consulting for the things that we know, we know and we've learned already? Oh, what if we also did some coaching on the side? The possibilities are endless. Okay, let's start researching online coaching, uh, online resources, setting up a thing. Ooh, what if we started selling T-shirts? I could do a drop shipping store. I know... And this just went on and on. And it was, is, continues to be, it will probably end up being in the future, exhausting. Because I am mostly scared. I don't want to do the thing that I know I should be doing. Oh, I just should it all over myself. I know that there are things I want to do that will move me forward. I have lots of options, as we all do. Uh, You can choose to Stay in bed in the morning, or you can choose to wake up and go for a run, those sorts of options. So I have chosen to think of all the possible things that I can do in this new business, this online space, this side hustle. What I've found is that it's really easy to distract myself. It's really easy to come up with good ideas. It's really easy to think, look, I'm just learning. I'm just looking at my options. It would be wise to know. But what I've also seen is when I actually focus and when I dive into something and say, this is the thing that I'm going to do, yeah, it goes much better. Every 
business thing you read, every self-help thing you read, they all come down to focus, being able to think, this is the thing that I'm going to do and I'm going to do it no matter what comes up. If I'm a little tired one day or if I didn't get the results I was thinking that one day, it's it's okay. I'm going to keep with it. Nobody ever accomplished anything by trying it and then failing a little bit and going, well, that sucked and they move on with life. So that's how I have self-sabotaged. And so the way I want you to avoid self-sabotage along with me is step one, focus. Know what it is you're trying to do. If you want to have more health, fitness, wellness in your life, those big broad categories sound amazing. Of course I want to be better. Of course I want to do well. Well, how am I going to do that? You got to focus. You got to start on something. Are you going to run? Are you going to do a workout program? Are you going to join the gym? What are you going to do? Because if you say, oh, yeah, I'm going to join a gym. Okay, you join a gym. Now what? Oh, I'm going to go lift some weights and stuff. I tried that. It does work, but you have to have a program. You have to have uh, something that you're doing each day when you go there. You can't just show up stand in the gym and will the weights to come to you. If you can get in touch with me, Wes at Colton.co, and I would love to hear about how you do that. Uh, but for me, you need a plan. You need to focus. You need something that's going to keep you going, to keep you on the rails as it, as it is. We use a lot of idioms. Um, step two, let's move on. Understand. What do I mean by that? You have to understand what it is that you enjoy and that other people will value. There's a Richard Branson quote I'm looking at here that says, there's no greater thing you can do with your life and your work than to follow your passions in a way that serves the world. Now, there's been a lot of people recently that are like, that's BS. If you follow your passions and everybody would just, you know, sit on a beach all day and sip a fruity drink and enjoy life. But that's not true. That's a cop-out. Uh, most of us, if we were to follow our passions, we would do something we enjoy. And there's a place for you to do that no matter what's going on in your life. Find the thing that you enjoy and go do that. Uh, you don't have to make it a job. It can just be the thing that you do for fun at nights, on weekends, during your lunch break, if you're working a 9 to 5. I'm working a 9 to 5, so I get you. But if you want to... Do more with that. If you want to turn that into a business, whatever it is that lights you up and makes you happy, you got to find the thing that other people value. If you are the one person in the world that likes to talk about how slugs migrate and what those patterns look like, and you've determined that no one else in the world cares about that, then that you probably can't make a business out of it. Doesn't mean you shouldn't care. It's great that you do. I hope that your slug migration pattern mapping goes extremely well and brings you lots of joy. But you got to find something that people want and value if you want to turn it into a business. So the way that I have found myself sabotaging myself is that I do the thing I want that doesn't have any value to other people or that I haven't identified where that value would be with others. And I call that my business-making endeavor. And that's not fair to that thing or my uh, in my business. When I was in um, when I was in college, I played in one of the top bands. I played saxophone, 
And it was burning me out because I was turning it into my identity and this thing that I had to be and this thing that I had to achieve at. And I had a professor pull me aside when I was getting ready to quit. And she was in my major. She had nothing to do with uh, music. She was with technology. But she said, no, you, you've got to do things that inspire you, that bring you creativity, that, that light you up. And that's what music is for you. And that, that was life-changing for me. So I picked it back up, loved it, treated it as a hobby and something that I enjoy and not something that was my identity or the, if I wasn't good at, then I wasn't good at anything. And that was 20 years ago. That was 20 years ago. And uh, yeah, that, that taught me a lot. And so when you're looking at a business, when I'm looking at a business, when I'm trying to figure out what it is people want, it is something where I have to identify the passion and find the intersection with what people are looking for, which is why, you know, network marketing, although it's hard and a little scary to start building that network if you don't have it already, is beneficial to me. You get to meet people, talk to people, find out what's going on and really um, I just, I, I want to help people. If they have a need, I want to find out what the need is. And if I have a way to help them, I want to help them. I've been that way all my life. Uh, we'll get to that though in step three, how that's played out for me. So that's step two. Understand, understand what others want and then find out how your passions can align and then go do that. Step three, believe. As we get a little woo-woo-y, and if you've got a problem with woo-woo-y, well, we should probably just say farewell now because there's a lot of woo-woo that's going to go on, not just today, but in, in all the things. Believe that you can do whatever you want, whatever you deeply want. And those things usually have to align with helping other people. Uh, we're seeing lots of examples today in 2019 of people doing whatever they want, and it ends up hurting a lot of other people but they do it under the guise of, oh, but I'm helping other people. I'll just put it out there that if what you're doing is causing harm to someone else, that's not what you should be doing. Do something else, please. We don't need more people harming other people. But if what you're doing does not harm another individual and it lights you up and you believe in what you're doing, you can't stop it. It might take time. It'll definitely take persistence, but you can't stop that. There's a quote by Roy Bennett that says, believe in your infinite potential. Your only limitations are those you set upon yourself. That is hard to believe. If you have tried to do something on the side, if you tried to do something um, in your own creative life and it just hasn't panned out or it feels like it never is going to or it just didn't go the way you think it would, it's hard to believe in your infinite potential. It's hard to believe that the universe or God or how you think about higher powers are in it for you. A lot of times to people, it feels like the exact opposite is true. Why me? Why did this happen to me? How come that person over there gets whatever they want, whenever they want it, and it's no problem for them? Well, in their shoes, it probably feels differently. And in your shoes, there are lots of things that have worked out that maybe you're just not seeing. So you'll see a lot of people on the internet and even here on this podcast talking about gratitude, being thankful. And that's a big part of it. Looking at what's in front of you and going, wow, I do have food. I am able to sleep in a bed. And maybe you're listening to podcasts and you don't have those things. Maybe you're a student on campus and you have to work out of your car and live out of your car because you can't afford on-campus housing. 
there are tough, tough situations in life, and I will never make light of them. But whatever your situation is, there is something good that is going on. You woke up this morning. Hopefully, you're with us through the rest of the day. And that's great. That's amazing that that, that happened to you, that that's what's going on right now in your life. And my hope is that good things will continue to happen, and you'll find your way out of the hard areas. But the hard areas are the only way we learn who we are and what matters and what to focus on. So I hope you don't write those off either, but that was a tangent. Let's get back to believing in yourself, believing in your infinite potential. You see the world in a unique way. You see things that other people have seen, but the combined experiences you have, no one else can match. No one else can put that together like you can. At the same time, other people have had some of your experiences. So when you tie together your overall knowledge and the things that you've learned and experienced and put it out there in a way that other people can see themselves, you're on your way. That's that's the whole game right there is that we're all unique and we all see things differently, but you have seen something in a way that is going to speak to someone else. It's going to help them along. It's going to help them feel like they're known. It's going to help them feel less alone in the world. And so when I was getting started with all this stuff, one of the things that kept me from doing a podcast, writing a blog, starting a side business was, ugh, I'm just a 40-something white male who works a corporate nine-to-five job, who lives in the suburbs, who checks in in the morning and checks out in the evening and then has dinner and goes to bed. And how, how interesting am I? What have I actually done? I don't go to you know, the beach every month uh, on international vacations. And so why would anybody want to hear from me? Uh, and that is a limitation I've set upon myself. And I've been fortunate to have a wife and some friends who encourage me and say, look, you know, maybe that stuff is not interesting to you, but the things that you have seen and the things you've experienced in your work, in your uh, outside life of work, in your family life, those things are unique and they matter and people need to hear about it. And so here we are. We're on this podcast right now and hopefully you're listening and hopefully at least a couple things have resonated with you. But I got to tell you, growing up in the environment I grew up in, we spent a lot of time focusing on other people and how to help them. And in some cases, it got turned into your only job is to help other people. And that for me translated into your needs don't matter. Other people's needs matter. And as I've been growing and learning and experiencing things in life, I'm finding out that there's a balance, that I need to make sure that I'm healthy, that I'm eating well, that I'm sleeping well, that I'm exercising, that I'm keeping my body in shape so that I can be there for others. So that when those moments do show up and when those opportunities are there, I can help because that's that brings me joy. That brings me life when I see someone else in a position uh, of, I don't know, where they feel down and out or where they need some help. And I can come alongside and say, I'm here. I got you. I'll lift that box. I'll write that email. I will bring that food over. Those sorts of things just, I don't know, when you can connect with someone and be there for them and their life can materially get better. Ugh, there's no better feeling for me. Well, yeah, that is tied with a large 
group performing musically in front of another large group of people. I've done marching band, I've done choirs, those sorts of things where an entire community of people, doesn't matter if you had a football game or a church service or a prison, those things really just combine people music in a way that uh, nothing else can. So for me, those are, those are my two hot buttons. If you can get me and a group performing in front of a group of people that are resonating with what's going on, I'll take it. If I can help you and understand what's going on in your life in a way that I can materially help you move forward, oh, that's the other thing that lights me up. So those were our three steps, but I got a bonus step here because I just felt like it today. Make sure you show up each day with the gifts you have. You may not be where you want to be. You may not have the skills that you want to have. You may not have had the success that you had hoped to have. But you've done something, you know something, you've seen something, and there's something inside of you that wants to connect all those things together. So show up with it, show up with what you have, show up with what you're learning and say, I don't know this yet, but wow, here's what I'm finding out and here's what I'm learning. And it'll flow from there. I promise you every night for the last, well, not every night, most nights for the last 300 nights or so, I've done a children's story with my kids each night where I make it up on the fly and we turn it into a podcast. It's less than five minutes on average, but every night I hit that record button, not even knowing what the title's gonna be. I just start talking. And the creativity is there in me where things come out and stories happen. That's my own unique way of being able to just trust. I don't know if you've ever seen that Indiana Jones movie. I think it's, I think it's Temple of Doom. No, it's the last one. Not the last, last one. The last of the three that all came out. Trilogies are funny. Uh, it's that scene where Harrison Ford's character, Indiana Jones, has to take a step, but he can't see. Can't see the bridge at all. And finally, he remembers all the old sayings, and he just has to take a step. And when he does, there's a bridge there. And it turns out that at that time, for him, it was an optical illusion. There's this huge bridge. He just couldn't see it until he took the step. And it's the perfect mu uh, movie example of the life and belief that each of us are in. Sometimes you just have to start. You just have to take that step. You just have to hit record on your voice memos button and start talking and see what comes out. And the first few were not so good. But, and they're not all so good, but they almost always engage the children and make them laugh. And I get to help in that way and that makes me happy. So for you, whatever you have, whatever you've done, whatever you've seen, Share that, share that with family, share that with the internet, share it with coworkers, but do it in a way I would suggest that meets people where they are, that provides them the grace and space to accept it, to hear it, um, and to not feel judged by it. And I failed on that a lot of times, uh, more than I can count. And I don't even like to think about it. I've damaged some relationships and some friendships with my opinions. And then I've grown and then I've realized, ah, oh, either that was the wrong opinion or I shouldn't have shared that or why did I do it that way? Um, and then I've gone back and talked to those people and said, I'm sorry, but there's, there's still things that there's a little scar. It's just like in life. If you, you know, are walking through the woods and you get a scrape on your arm and it's deep enough, you'll see that scar for a while, maybe even your life. doesn't mean that you aren't healed. It doesn't mean you can't move on, but there's something there. And uh, it's, it's worth, for, for me, it's worth remembering that whenever I interact with other people. Uh, Wes, are you doing this now in a way that's going to 
feel good or um, available to someone else? Are they going to receive it? Are they going to be able to receive it? And if not, that's not the time. You don't have to force everything or anything, but you do need to be you. You do need to share. You do need to show up with what you have. And some days that just might be being quiet and doing the work that's in front of you. And that's fine. And some days it might be having that conversation with a friend where you just listen and they know that they're heard and that they're there. I don't know what it is for you. It could be anything, but I do encourage you to show up with whatever gifts you have and trust that those gifts were given to you and those experiences were hard earned by you so that you can impact other people and you can feel that balance and that joy in your life. So that's all I've got for today. I wish wellness and peace for each of you. And if anything I'm doing here or will do here has helped you on that path, well, that's what I'm here for.